Okay, we stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle, holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left. And please repeat after me, Allah. Allah. Father of the universe. Father of love. Father of love. Truth. Truth. Peace. Peace. Freedom. Freedom. And justice. And justice. Lies my protector. Lies my protector. My guide. My guide. And my salvation. And my salvation. By night and by day. By night and by day. Through his prophet. Through his prophet. Drew Ali. Amen. Amen. Islam. Uh, peace and love, Moors, on this hap- uh, this holy day. Uh, first and foremost, we always rise and give the highest praise to the Most High, our Father, God, Allah. We extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunners to the prophet, our brother, Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for purity and love. We extend honors to all the Adep Sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moors divine national movement. We also extend honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheikh by our prophet, and that's our dear brother, Emily Ill. We also extend honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheikh and Grand Council of the Moorish Science Temple of America, and honors to all the faithful Muslims here on this call, Islam. Okay, pardon me, Moors, I need to announce this meeting is now open. The Moorish Science Temple of America, Muslim Mission 30, Columbus, Ohio. All right, um, let's... Let's read our divine constitution and bylaws. Salvation, Allah, unity, the Morris Science Temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, the Grand Sheikh and the chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce laws with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Moorish Science Temple of America. The assistant Grand Sheikh is to assist the Grand Sheikh in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Act two, all meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh, and on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father, God, Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because Allah is love. Act for all members and must preserve these holy and divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act five, disorganization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the state government, but to obey hereby. 
Act 6, with us all members must proclaim their nationality. And we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and partial of this same government. But know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained noble Drew Ali the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meeting to become a part and a partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become a part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Drew Ali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Noble Drew Ali, founder, Moorish American Prayer, Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation by night and by day through his holy prophet, Drew Ali, amen. The Moorish Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Drew Ali, home office, Chicago, Illinois, U.S.A.Islam. All right, Brother Kobe, would you please read our writs? Islam, Grand Sheik, I rise and give perfect praise to our great God Allah. Rise and give honors to our prophet, Noble Juali. Rise and give honors to the forerunner, Marcus Bazaar Garvey, the harbinger. Rise, give honors to all ills and bays, all Muslims on the call, all Muslims on the planet. To the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instruction from your prophet, Noble Juali. Be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed, and you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world, and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near so says Allah to his divine prophet, I know with Ali, and that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see, ears to hear, but cannot hear, lest they will be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah, and the spirit of your forefather. You fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace. Your divine prophet, Noble Juali. To be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam, 
I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens, they are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moorish movement. I need finance, and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present, so I, I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world would not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. There's a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Drew Ali. And if the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace. Noble Drew Ali. Islam. Islam. Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam, gratitude, brother. Uh, Sister Lachelle, would you please read our additional laws? Islam, rise and give praise to the great Father God Allah, honors to the Holy Prophet Noble Jalali, honors to the forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey, honors to all Muslims on the call and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Jalali. Act 1, Grand Sheiks and Governors and Heads of All Temple, All Business. He said Temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Jalali. Before acting upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members, any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed, 
from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the prophet or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend their ADEP meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case, and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the more shoplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is the lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to aid me and save the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must properly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school and the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so. Thus, because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us. All members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are a part and a parcel of this set government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained noble Jurali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways the Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meeting and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you're entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Jurali, through the guidance of his father, God of law. Um, happy Holy Day, Mosque. All right, Islam, sister, and gratitude. A divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. 
and it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to resent, repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There's but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man it is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce belong to, do, to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am here by calling on all true citizens that stand for a free na national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I'm depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike in all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. <clears throat> and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. 
the 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there's no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in his government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of men that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin, which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, ETC, in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I have traveled in the South and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the prophet. All right, Islam Moors. And once again, happy holy day. Um, I did want to ask uh, for the person who's on the call with us. Um, it just says iPhone. It doesn't have a name. Please let us uh, know your name and where you're calling from. Hello, good evening, everyone. This is Christy. I'm calling from the Atlanta, Georgia area. Okay, all right. Um, are you able to um, respond to the chat? Um, if you can, just respond to the message. Um, once again, okay. if you can, just type your name and um, location again and an email. Okay, that's what Thank I'll you. do. Okay, okay thanks. thanks so much. All right. Okay, look, excuse me. All right, Moors, um, today we are going to be speaking from chapter 40. And uh, let me pull up this chart for you. 
Okay. And then for um, everyone who's new on the call, anyone that's new, um, we go over chapters from our Quran, the Holy Quran of the Moore Science Temple of America, and then we open up the floor to questions. So even if questions aren't related to the chapter, it's just open to questions. Um, I definitely I advise asking whatever questions you have. Don't don't feel shy. Even if you just want to type it in the chat, maybe because you don't want to be on the microphone speaking. But um, don't be shy. Feel free to ask your questions. But we always go over a chapter from the Quran on Holy Day, which is Friday for us. And um, today we're in chapter 40. Now, previously, um, over the last couple of weeks, we were going over the chapters on the higher self, <coughs> excuse me, dealing with the higher self or aspects of the higher self, right? Giving us a, a, a well-rounded picture of what we're comprised of, right? And this is why in the chart that you see, okay, it breaks down the previous chapters into the higher self. And um, then we get the chapters on the lower self, the five foes of man, right? This is to give us a well-rounded view of um, what we're comprised of. And that comprises knowledge of self, right? Because knowledge of self isn't just in hearing about how great you were, or how great the ancestors were. It's about actually learning how to unfold a lot within. You can't unfold a lot within if you can't control yourself, your lower self, your carnal nature, okay? The carnal mind, the carnal body. Remember, the carnal nature is specifically limited to the body. Let's look at the, uh, the questionnaire, the 101s, okay? So it's the lower self. That's what we call it. But you're going to hear me say over and over, carnal nature carnal mind because that's the same thing okay and so in our questionnaire um we're asked some simple questions and then given simple answers that actually carry a lot of weight that are giving us an idea of this dual nature that we have okay so um first off we have lessons from jesus explaining what truth is right what what did jesus say would make you free truth sounds real simple but then it goes a little deeper what is truth truth is ought. ought means everything okay so what is ought ought is a lie can truth change no it cannot change or pass away what other name do we give to truth truth holy breath what do we have to say about the holy breath all we can say is it is it is it is great it is good is it what it was it is and evermore to be, okay? Because the holy breath is the spirit, the spirit of Allah, and it's in everything. This is this is one of the tools I, I you know, if I'm, um, and let me preface that, I'm just using the best words that I can to explain this. So if there's a better way to explain this, put it on me, okay? Put that on me. But I'm gonna say the spirit is a tool one of the tools that Allah uses to, to um, actuate life and things throughout the universe, right? So this spirit is in everything. And so that's why it also is true. It in, um, or it's referred to in here as another name for truth, holy breath, the spirit of Allah. It's the truth. It cannot change or pass away. It's in everything. 
Okay, so going back to this, then we come to the shadow part of ourselves, right? We're, we're, we're um, speaking about the lower self, all right? The carnal body, all right? Um, what is the devil sometimes called? The lower self. How many selves are there? Two, the higher and the lower self, right? Okay, and the lower self is doing something right? The, the higher self is the mother of the virtues and the harmonies of life. It breeds justice, mercy, love, and right. Everything that is good, love, right? Can the higher self pass away? No. Now, the answer in 72 is why? Because it's a live man. But we know also it's, it's, it's spirit. Because in, in the previous questions, all right, truth is the holy breath right? It cannot pass away. Truth cannot change or pass away. So if the higher breath, the higher self is a lie in you, it's also truth. So it cannot change. It cannot pass away. But there's another aspect of us that changes all the time. It has different moods. It goes through different emotions. It changes depending on the circumstances outside of us. And it's constantly changing depending on how we're what we're going through in life it may be like a roller coaster like you're high right now you're up you're feeling great and then boom you're down you're low okay and the reason that happens is because we have this strong entity all right this carnal nature it's always changing right because it's the opposite of truth all right. And it will fade. It will pass away. The truth cannot change or pass away because it's a lie in you. But the carnal mind is limited to the body. So when you look in here, you see, and um, I'm, I'm going to stick a, a tack in that. And um, I'm going to yield the floor to Brother Cole Bay. Islam, brother, I see you. Islam, Grand Sheikh. I rise and give all honors to the great God Allah and our prophet Noble Jew Ali. I just want to camel back on the aspect of the lower self and being carnal, it was also programmed in us. You also got to understand that everything that you look at and see at that finite, it's been programmed in us. And by us stepping into our light of being Moorish Americans, we see that. And and once you study enough and you see that, you kind of really understand. And it's kind of funny. You laugh like, oh, I see where this is going. Islam, I yield the floor. I just wanted to say that a little bit. Islam, brother, gratitude. And um, what we're, we're going to be speaking about today, right, um, it's going to give us a greater understanding of what we're actually dealing with and why we go through the things that we go through. And I'm not sitting up here acting like I don't go through this stuff either, right? Like I'm working on myself too. So please don't ever get that feeling. But um, okay, so we need a well-rounded picture of who we are right we don't want to just talk about the greatness and oh you could be no we need to understand all of it so that thing that we were speaking about this carnal mind right this thing that's not everlasting that is is strictly dealing with the body and the physical world now from the perspective of the carnal mind that's all that there is because there's a veil that it can't see beyond so we're with the when we're in the carnal mindset and when we're stuck in that mindset we think, oh, that's it. It's just this physical world. But we don't know that this, this we're multidimensional beings. We exist on other realms and other planes that we couldn't even conceive of. 
from this perspective, okay? <clears throat> but, so you're this multidimensional being, but you think that you're just the body. And that body's the carnal, the carnal, um, the lower self, the carnal mind. And so it says here, what does the lower self breed? Hatred, slander, lewdness, murders, theft, and everything that harms. Now, for most of us, it's not that evil. It doesn't just go around trying to, you know, cause murders and theft and all of this stuff. But the passions, the desires that the lower self has can lead to that for each and every one of us. Okay? All right? And so it's not like it's just limited to the bad guy over here, you know, over there, you know, somebody that's that's out here doing like going to the extreme. No, this is for all of us. Okay? And so in 74, it says, what did the higher self say to the lower self at one time when he met him? Where are you going, Satan? And then the answer was, I'm going to and fro the earth seeking whom I may devour. Okay, and the reason we get that answer, okay, is if we look at it from, okay, the perspective of the Vedas. Has anybody ever heard of uh, the Vedas? Like when you're looking at the ancient um, Indian culture, okay? And we're going to speak on that real briefly because Jesus... All right, and in our Quran actually spent time over there in India, and he he was actually reading and studying the Vedas. So that's why I want to do this. Let me see if I could bring this up too for you. Um, um, real quick too, while we wait on this, I just want to ask the sister again in Atlanta, please um in the chat, just type your um name again, name, email, and location. And um, we take role at all of our meetings, so we'd really appreciate if you do that. And we'll also send you an email a little later on with some more information. Okay, gratitude. Okay, so um, it's taking a little minute to load, but uh, let's go to the Quran. Let's go to chapter 11, verse 2. Okay, so Jesus and Barada are together. They're studying. Um, you look right here in verse 2. It says, Jesus, together Jesus and Barada read the Jewish Psalms and prophets, read the Vedas, the Avesta and the wisdom of Gautama. Gautama, unless I'm mistaken, they should be talking about the Buddha. Remember, the Buddha is a title. Okay. So from this perspective, the Buddha is a title that means enlightened one, just like Christ. Christ is a title. So Jesus also was a Buddha. And actually, that's what we're all supposed to do. We're all supposed to become the Christ. We're all supposed to become the Buddha. Okay. So these are just titles. But they're reading this because we honor all true and divine prophets. We don't limit ourselves to one point of view and we're not here to look down on other people or try to act like this is the only way. That's not how we get down, right? So Jesus was studying the Vedas. So when we look at the Vedas and look at what they say about the lower self and um, the things that we go through, right? Because um, the reason why I was bringing this up is because 
And the questionnaire says the lower self is traveling to and fro the earth, seeking whom it may devour. Like, what does that mean? Right? Okay, so um, when we look at the hymn of creation, this is from the Rig Vedas. It says, in the beginning, there was Kama. Kama is desire. Like, you may have heard of the Kama Sutra. That was the first seed of mind, right? And so this is the desire. And this is specifically dealing, though, with the, the body of desires, the carnal self. All right? So there's an understanding, okay, when you look at Buddha, when you look at what the Vedas said, there was an understanding that most of the troubles that we have, they're actually coming from the desires of the lower self. That's what they're emanating from. Okay? So it may not come at you right away as something bad, right? You desire, for example, you desire to eat more food. We like to eat stuff that tastes good, right? Nothing wrong with that. However, you, you know that can go sideways and that can affect your health in bad ways. And so there's so many ways that it can, it can lead to pain and suffering and even, you know, to the extreme of murder, right? Um, hang on one second, Morris. Going back into the Holy Quran, chapter 20, verse 2, it states, the madness of desire shall defeat its own pursuits. From the blindness of its rage, thou shalt rush upon destruction. Right, so that desire, that's, that's the sense of longing, you know, wanting a desired outcome. And um, for the most part, when, when we're dealing with the carnal self, right, just the lower nature, it's specifically, you know, it's passions, it's, it's lust, right? And it's, that's all that it emanates from. There's no higher purpose. It's coming from the lower self. And that's why it says, I'm going to and fro the earth, seeking whom I may devour. So that's also why we'll see the issues in the world with pollution, you know, with all of the terrible things that are occurring, even things that seem like they're outside of our control. It's emanating from a desire to please the lower self. That's it, the carnal mind. Okay, and so this is what we're given in the questionnaire. And then in the Quran, now we're getting a better understanding of how to deal with this, how to recognize these thoughts that come up, how to know what's emanating from our higher nature and what's emanating from that which is limited, temporary. That which is traveling to and fro, seeking whom it may devour. And that's why it's worded like that, so that we understand, okay, this is not the way to go, right? When you see these thoughts come through, you need to go in the other direction. Um, before we start on chapter 40, I would like to ask, um, let's see if we can get somebody, Does any, who, who has their Quran with them? Islam. Islam, sister. Um, would you mind reading these verses and we'll go back over them and speak speak on them? Islam. All right, Islam, sister. Okay, instructions uh, from the prophet. The instability of man. One, 
Inconstancy is powerful in the heart of man. Intemperance swayeth it wither. It will despair engrossed much of it and fear proclaimeth. Behold, I sit unrevealed therein, but vanity is beyond them all. Two, weep not therefore at the calamities of the human state, rather laugh at, it, at its follies. In the hand of man addicted to vanity, life then is but the shadow of a dream. Three, the hero, the most re-owned of human character, what is he but the bubble of this weakness? The public is unstable and ungrateful. Why should the man of wisdom endanger himself with fools? For the man who neglected his present concern to resolve, I'm sorry, to revolve how he will behave when greater feedeth himself with wind while his bread is eaten by another. Five, act as becometh thee in the present station and in more exalted ones, thy face shall not be ashamed. Six, what blinded the eye or what hideth the heart of man from himself like vanity? Lo, when thou seest not thyself, then others discover thee most plainly. Seven, as the tulip that is gaudy without smell, conspicuous without use, so is the man who sitteth himself up so high and had not merit. Eight, the heart of the vein is troubled while it seemeth content. His cares are greater than his pleasure. Nine, his solitude, his solicitude cannot rest with his bones. The grave is not deep enough to hide it. He extended his thoughts beyond his being. He bespeaketh praise to be paid when he is gone, but whosoever promised it deceiveth him. 10, as the man who engaged his wife to remain in widow, that she disturbed not his soul, so is he who expected that he, that his praise shall not reach his ear beneath the earth, or cherish his heart in the shroud. 11, do well whilst thou livest, but regard not that what is said of it. Content thyself with deserving praise and thy prosperity with rejoice in hearing it. 12, as the butterfly who seeth not his own color, as the jasmine which fleeth not the scent is casteth around it, so is the man who appeareth gay and biddeth others to take note of it. 13, to what purpose saith he? Is my vesture of gold? To what end are my tables filled with danities? If no eye gaze upon them, if the world knew it not, give thy remnant to the naked and thy food unto the hungry. So shalt thou be praised and will and feel that thou deserveth it. 14, why bestowest thou in every man the flattery of unmeaning words? Thou knowest when return thee, and thou regardest it not. He knoweth he lieth unto thee, yet he knoweth thou wilt thank him for it. Speak in sincerity, and thou wilt hear with instructions. 15, the vain delighteth to speak of himself, but he seeth not that others like not 
to hear him. 16, if he had done anything worth praise, if he possesses that which is worthy of admiration, his joy is to proclaim it, his pride to hear it reported. The desire of such a man defeateth itself. Men say not, behold, he had done it, or see, he possesseth it. But mark how proud he is of it. 17, the heart of man cannot attend to, at once to many things. He who fixeth his soul, his souls on show loseth reality. He pursueth bubbles which break in their flight while he treads to earth what would keep him honor. Islam. All right, Islam, sister, Islam. Um, let's let's go back up here and um, just um, go back over this chapter and um, make sure we all understand what's being said here. All right. So, um, all right, with this dealing with the instability of man, okay, um, just first off, all right, um, it's letting it known that off right up, across the board right this is the only thing that's really set as far as as far as man is concerned man meaning man and woman right that everyone has this instability about them okay it's like that's that's the only thing that's really guaranteed when you're dealing with men they all 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 have this this issue okay and um you know, instability, that's the quality or state of being unstable, the tendency to behave in an unpredictable or erratic manner, changeable, undependable. And so like um, what I was saying before about the lower self, this is this is purely, this is the carnal self. This is what it is. It's undependable, unpredictable, okay? And it's always dependent on its outer circumstances, so whatever's going on around it, whatever it's going through at that time, that's going to affect the, you know, the, um, the mind state of the person, okay, when we're in the lower self. And um, what the prophet's doing here with the Quran is getting us to think not from the lower self, but from the higher self. So the lower self is always up and down, roller coaster, and then dependent on outside circumstances, when the higher self is resolute, as it said in the Quran questionnaire, it's truth. Truth changes not. It's everlasting. All right. So the truth does not change. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter if you lost your job. It doesn't matter if, you know, the gas is $4 a gallon, five, six, depending on where you're living at. Right. It doesn't matter. Truth doesn't change. So if we're thinking from our higher selves, if everyone else is running around and getting upset and, and feeling emotional, we're not. We're resolute, right? Because it's getting us back into the mindset of creators. Why? We're supposed to be unfolding a lot within us. A lot a creator. So the creator of the universe, not saying that each one of us is by ourselves, but it, it's, it's, this spirit is within us. So the creator cannot be shaky like that right the creator can't be dependent on things that are going on around him. it's got to be resolute so it's getting us to think from that mindset 
right? Because can truth change? No, truth cannot change or pass away. All right, and that's what's in us and that's what we're unfolding. All right, so we're trying to subdue that mindset that's instable. It's always unpredictable. And also that is um, affected by its circumstances. We're getting back to the mindset of what we were created for. So what were we created for? When we go back to the Quran of the first chapter, we're speaking about the creation and fall of man. Allah gave us a station in this. Does anybody know what that station was? Did Allah say, here, you go out here, be unstable, be wishy-washy, depending on the circumstances? No. Right? He gave us a station, the highest station. He made us the lords of the plane of manifest and of the plane of soul. As it says here in chapter one, the human seed that came forth from the heart of Allah was full ordained. So it was preordained to be the Lord of the plane of soul and of the plane of things made manifest. That's this physical world. Right? So Allah, the husbandman of everything that is, threw forth his human seed into the soil of soul. Okay? So we gave up our birthrights to gratify our lower self. All right, and now we're we're returning to our true or higher nature. Okay, so that's why we suffer. This is what this is all saying. All of this stuff, this whole book, this is what it's all getting back to. This is why we suffer, right? He gave up his birthright just to gratify his lower self. But man will regain his lost estate, his heritage. Um, so this is what we're getting back to. We we have to get out of that mindset that keeps us stuck in our lower self. It's instable. It's the, you know, kind of got to cut off the news, at least sometimes, right? Can't listen to that stuff and be affected by it, right? Because creators create regardless of what's going on around them. Creators create their reality, all right? And so this is what is getting us back to a state of being stable, bringing out the truth which is within us, which is a lie within, all right? But first... We have to tackle one of our foes. And what's what's listed here is one of the five foes of man. It's right here in verse one. The reason for all of this instability. It's right there. It's vanity. So that's the first foe, right? So there's five, and we're just going to deal with one today. The first foe that creates instability in the life of man is vanity. Right. Because when, when we're being vain, um, we're not moving out of sincerity. Right. We want to we want praise. We want attention. We want love and adoration. All of these things that are being spoken about here want to be respected. And I'm not downing that stuff and acting like it's bad. Just saying that we're not doing when we're not moving out of sincerity. Right. We bring instability into our lives. Okay, and so this is this is big. So this is the key. All right. So um that's what's revealed, okay, right there in verse one, letting us know vanity is beyond them all, right? Vanity is what brings in that instability. Okay, and that's what is promoted in this day and age. I know I probably said this a bunch of times, but that's what's on that's what Instagram's all about, right? Vanity, being seen, 
got to post stuff, got to be seen, want likes. That's what all of this social media stuff's about, right? Want to post stuff, want to get liked, right? Increase the likes, the acceptance, right? So all of that, YouTube, Facebook, all of that stuff. And it's all vanity, okay? So, and this is, this is a characteristic of the lower self. So it's, it's limited, right? You can't take that vanity with you, right? When you make the transition, you can't take that anywhere. So that's limited to right here and dealing with the desires of the lower self. Okay, so this is getting us in the mode of at least knowing how to recognize these thoughts when they come into play so that we know, okay, that's, you know, that's not what we want. So um, weep not, therefore, at the calamities of the human state. Rather laugh at his follies. In the hands of the man addicted to vanity, life then is but the shadow of a dream. All right? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, the hero, the most renowned of human character, what is he but the bubble of his weaknesses? The public is unstable and ungrateful. Why should the man of wisdom endanger himself for fools? Okay, so once again, this is um, we 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 want to get away from this. We we want to be stable, right? Regardless of what's going on around us, regardless of what we see in our TV, you know, all of this stuff that's being pushed to us. Okay, we want to be stable. The the exact opposite of what is getting, you know, what we're getting bombarded with, all right? And that may be one of the most difficult things to do, right? Because it's literally in every everything, everywhere you go. This is what people were talking about all the time. This is what's on TV, internet, everything. But we want to get away from that. The man who neglected his present concerns to revolve how he will behave when greater feedeth himself with wind while his bread is eaten by another. As actors becometh thee in thy present station, and in more exalted ones, thy face shall not be ashamed. All right. And, and once again, this is setting us up to have character equality, right? Regardless of where we're at. Um, in verse four, we're saying the man who neglected his present concerns, right? When we're we're not even looking at the responsibilities that we have right here and now, right? Thinking it you know, when, when you get more money or whatever it is that, you know, that we desire, right. You'll, you'll, you'll be better then, right. You'll, you'll take care of them. Then we, we have to do it right here and now. Okay. At all times, you know, really all we have right here is the now. Um, what blindeth the eye or what hideth the heart of a man from himself like vanity? Lo, when thou seest not thyself, then others discover thee most plainly. Um, as the tulip that is gaudy with smell, conspicuous without use, so is the male who sitteth himself up so high and hot. Hang on a second. <laughs> Got an error right there. And hath not merit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is the male who's, who sitteth himself up high and hath not merit. The heart of the vain is troubled while it seeth, seemeth content. His cares are greater than his pleasures. His solicitude 
cannot rest with his bones. The grave is not deep enough to hide it. He extended his thoughts. Excuse me. He extended his thoughts beyond his being. He bespeaketh praise to be paid when he is gone. But whosoever promiseth it deceiveth him. Um, as the man who engageth his wife to remain in widowhood, that she disturbeth not his soul, so is he who expecteth that his praise shall reach his ears beyond the earth or cherish his heart in his shroud. Do well whilst thou liveth, but regard not what is said of it. Content thyself with deserving praise, and thy posterity shall rejoice in hearing it. And um, all of this is just teaching us how to be content, um, how to act out of sincerity, right, once again, which is, you know, in, in this case, it's just the opposite of being vain, right, the opposite of vanity, just to be sincere, do things for the right reason, um, you know, not for the praise for the accolades, for the titles, um, any of these things. And then like now with the social media for, you know, to have a bunch of followers or, you know, things of that nature, right? Because all of those things are temporary anyway. Um, anything that we're doing out of vanity, is it's gonna lead to misery, right? The instability of man. So for the most part, this is what all of this is telling us. Um, there was something in here too. I, the vain delighteth to speak of himself, but he seeth not that others like not to him. Even in that, I mean, that's that's just plain. That's how the internet is. Everybody's got a voice. Um, even it, look, I'm I'm doing the YouTube channel, right? And if you're making YouTube videos, you're thinking people want to hear. You. Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody wants to hear me running my mouth. And like you know, we we can't get caught up in this culture right? That's being pushed towards all of us. And um, the children that are coming up with this, this is all they have, the, uh, you know, with internet and social media. So they don't even know that there's another way of, of living, of acting, right? They're coming up with Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff, right? So it's really important that we take these measures and start to practice this in our lives so that they can see that there's another way, you know, because they're coming up totally different than us. It's just like, you know, they don't even have to remember phone numbers and stuff like that, right? Things that we, well, some of us didn't even do that ourselves, right? But, you know, things that a lot of us, you know, we, we had to remember numbers. We had to remember where people live. So the children aren't coming up with any of that. So the only way they can be grounded is if they're giving these holy instructions and seeing you, seeing me, seeing us actually live this, right? So these aren't just words. And um, also, another thing I wanted to say, um, just as we wrap this up, right? These aren't just words. These really are divine instructions. So when we're having issues in life, like really all we have to do is calm down and look at what we're doing that's causing those issues, right? We can't look at the next person, can't look at our mates, can't look at people out there or the white man or any of that stuff, right? It's always us. And that's really what this is saying at the end of the day. 
everything that we're dealing with, anything that's not working to our liking, at the end of the day, it's all coming back to you. So this is divine wisdom. It really is because it's getting us back to taking control of our reality, right? It all emanates from the mind, how we approach the world, how we think, the thoughts and the words that we're speaking, right? So even the words that we don't speak, just the thoughts, how we approach and see life. That's the biggest thing. So this is just dealing with vanity. Remember that though, if there's anything that we can all take from this, just remember that for the most part, the opposite of vanity would be sincerity, right? So this would, I would say a question that we should all ask ourselves when we're doing things is why am I really doing this, right? If we're about to argue with someone, I mean, it could be anything. We have to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Am I trying to help this person? And then you might be like, well, how could I better help them? Maybe I need to approach them out of love, right? So we always need to ask or question ourselves, why are we really doing this? You know, because if it's coming from vanity, if it's coming because we want to be liked, we want to be respected, we want to be desired, <laughs> you know? Maybe I shouldn't post those pictures or whatever, you know? It's like, why, why am I really doing this? Do I want people to think I'm balling, you know, am I posting pictures from vacation because I want people to see it, you know, what, what's the real purpose, right, why am I doing this, and um, make sure that the actions that we're doing, you know, not just online, are coming from a sincere place, and that will, at least as far as this, that is, this is one of the biggest reasons for the instability that we deal with, um, for the person who just um, joined us on the call, um says delbert would you please let us know where you're calling from uh delbert turner columbus ohio okay islam good uh brother would you would you please just in the chat you can send it to me on the side but um could you in the chat just type your name um your full name or appellation and just uh your email okay name let's see all right, yeah, right, on the side, you. just in the chat. Okay. All right, gratitude. Okay, so yeah, um, well, yeah, we're we're actually wrapping up right now. We just finished chapter 40. Um, one thing I want to do, well, before we open up the floor, does anyone else have anything they would like to share? Any questions about this chapter or um any any wisdom? Anyone want to demonstrate their five? Islam Grand Sheik, I uh, I demonstrate and uh, I try to demonstrate uh, and execute the five senses of the build of tonight. Uh, it, it really uh, the lower self. Uh, we really got to understand not to shun out, you know, from what we've been programmed as far as like shunning out, like you know, religious wise as other religions we were programmed on. As far as understanding. And even I had said, like, understanding that the high, the higher self is a great master and the lower self is a great servant. And we have to keep that balance because the lower self, to me, uh, is the test of not being passive but being humble. So you have to train the lower self to be humble but not passive, not just X the whole lower self out because that is a part of you, Islam. But the really concentrate on what 
that part of that person of you are how much or even like uh i guess a lot of people say the monster of you are and understand what it really is as well as your higher self as you already know because that's just the goodness thing uh you know that's how you you have a feeling of just you know sensing what a, a person needs to uplift or sensing you know what you need and the feeling that you have that's your higher self that's the ally within you that you can tap into islam are you at the floor Islam, brother Kobe, and gratitude. Um, I see you, brother Jackson Bay. But before uh, before you speak, I want to just call on somebody else real quick. Um, let's hear from brother Jones Bay. Let us know how you what what you feel about all this. Um, we're speaking about vanity, vanity, and um, vanity being, for the most part, the cause of the inconstancy, the the um, instableness in our lives. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts, brother? Hello. Yes, Hello. We hear you, brother. Okay. Um, basically, yeah, that's what I get from it is um, Islam, brother, you just muted yourself. Hello. Islam, we hear you. Ah, uh, you must have hit mute again. I, I heard you though. All right, Islam, we'll we'll come back to you, brother. Um uh, Let's see. Sister William Zell, what do you think about that? Peace. My bad. I was having technical difficulties. I kept getting the call. Can you hear me? Islam. Islam, so what do you think, brother? Just trying to get some feedback. What the heck is going on? One VIP. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Islam. All right, Islam, what that what that brother works on that. Uh brother Jackson Bay. Islam, I yield the floor. All right, Islam, real quick. Um Peace and love, first of all. And uh, uh, this chapter, um, when I look at it, um, because I lined it up with the um, the five folds of men, it kind of lines up perfectly. Which I just think about it; it's not like a hidden teaching or anything. But the way I look at it, the um, the the sixty four give five names that are given to the descendant natures of Adam and Eve, and the first one is Lucifer. And because this is the first chapter on the five folds of man, you know, what what gets what brings to my attention, right? And what they say is that um Satan or Lucifer or Iblis, um, the reason why he fell was because of vanity. So 
that's 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 the major thing is you know, Lucifer is the knowledge of the intellect without the knowledge of the true intellect, which is love, right? So the the whole thing, Lucifer had all the knowledge in the world and he thought that he was better than everybody because he had all the knowledge. But the only knowledge that he didn't have is is that true love because he couldn't even look at Adam and Eve when they was being made in heaven and it lies within them. So that's what I get out the chapter. Um, just and that's just off, you know, just the first line. We could dive in it, dive in it further. But I think right there, that's the best understanding right there is that. And I think you said it earlier that vanity leads to most of our um, bad decisions because we're thinking too much of ourselves. And I think in the previous chapter, it was teaching us more to be content with our life. So if we are content with our life, we can never be vain. And vain, vanity is really the definition behind vain is empty, right? So without love made manifest within each one of us, we're empty. Leads um, to us falling even further. So peace and love, Islam. Islam, brother, definitely agree with you on that. That was on point. Thank you for sharing, brother. Gratitude. All right. Um, peace, peace. All right, Islam, brother. All right, peace. Um, for me, um, when dealing with uh vanity, I feel it's dealing with um Venus inverted, and that's strictly dealing with the five senses and strictly dealing with material, as you know, saying you were talking about. And when you only deal with that, you can almost get to a beast level, where it seems like. Basically, this is all that's it. It's just the material. And that's what I got from it. Um, and that's what basically the world portrays um, when you see these different things like in social media and just in regular life period. It's, you know, all about me, 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 I, 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 look at me, follow me. And less about spirituality and less about being accountable for yourself and being accountable for those around you. and you know what I'm saying? That seems to, you know, become null and void in this vain society. But, you know, aside from that, that's what, you know, it's dealing with, because I believe it's dealing with Venus. And, um, yeah, when you, when you purely deal with the five senses and that's it, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for um, destruction. And that's where, like you said, the desires and greed and, and different, different aspects of it come from, but it all stems from, you know, that. Uh, you're the floor. Islam, and gratitude to everybody for sharing. Definitely on point. Um, yeah, I agree with everybody. And um, we're getting, a, in this chapter, we're getting a warning, right, from the prophet. He's letting us know that um, he who seeks to feed himself on the winds of illusion while reality is lost in his works, right? He, he's letting us know that, you know, doing things out of, you know, this desire for whatever it is, attention, acceptance, right? It's, it's folly. It's, it's not going to work. You know, it only leads to instability, right? Misery. And, and so the prophet is letting us know this so that we can be successful, truly successful. And that's like, that's everything that we're being bombarded with, right? is to pursue the, you know, the winds of illusion, right? So he's giving us a warning that we should do that which is right 
and without expecting uh, praise, right? Just doing it because it's right and not even because we want other people to hear about the good things that we're doing, right? Just doing, doing things because it's the right thing, whether it's being seen or not, whether it's being posted online or not, right? Now we have all this new stuff to worry about, but that was already covered way back then, almost 100 years ago, so that we don't get caught up right here and now. All right. And I want to, yeah, once again, just thank everybody for sharing. Um, before we move on, does anybody else have anything they would like to speak on in, regarding this chapter? Islam. Islam. First and foremost, I'd like to rise and give perfect praise to Allah, honest his prophet, Noble Drali, and all of Allah's other prophets. Honest to all you Muslims in attendance and honest everything more. Um, this chapter reminds me of staying within the within the bounds and the oneness with Allah because this whole Quran and Holy Moor Science Temple of America is to teach us the science of self. So it's teaching us who we are, the in totality, not only the flesh, but the spirit and also the soul and the connection with the most high. And so this right here is definitely reminding me of those three, those things to keep me in alignment and in balance. Um, to not to dwell in my lower self, not to be walking around here as the devil, dragon, Lucifer, Satan, or the beast, because those are all characteristics of my lower self. and when I know those characteristics, I could catch them when they're peeping in my day-to-day -day life. So if I'm, you know, um, acting out of my lower self due to, you know, not liking something somebody said or do or whatever. So this is keeping me within those bounds of righteousness and to learn to let things go and not let the ego part of me take control or take the wheel and lead me in the wrong direction. And um, also with the vanity, that also makes me stay focused in not, like I said, not only focusing on the flesh, right? I don't wake up, the first thing I think about is getting fresh, you know? <laughs> Jordans, Nikes, you know, makeup, weave, that, that's not, I, I don't want, I'm not a Christmas tree, right? I don't need all these decorations on me to make me feel beautiful and powerful. The things that make me feel beautiful and powerful is knowing who I am inside and out and my connection to the Most High. And I know that I create my reality. So when I know that, I could do less and feel more. Islam, are you the floor? All right, Islam, sister, gratitude, and uh, thank you for sharing that wisdom. All right, so the um, the main point in this then, just once again, just um, bringing that out with, you know, vanity being main reason for the instability in man. Main reason, not the only one, but it's the main one. And then he's given us the tools, you know, to to um, overcome that um, by right thinking, right? Doing things for the right reasons. So that's just one thing I want to make sure we all take from this. 
is to, you know, to even just um, in your head, ask those questions. You know, when, when things come up, situations come up, why am I doing this? Why am I really doing this? And what we're really trying to do here, then with, we want to subdue the five foes of man, right? We want to close our circle, right? That circle that's on the cover of the se- circle seven Quran, right? We want to close that circle for us. And we can only do that by overcoming the five foes of man, right? Because that's supposed to represent perfected man, all right? And of course, perfected man must travel through all the ways of life. So a carnal nature was full manifested. So that's what we're doing. But you don't want to ju- we don't want to just rest in the carnal nature and just be that. We don't want to just be the beast, right? We must subdue the beast. And we must do this. So this is a task for each and every one of us, not just for one person. This is something that all of us must do. On that note, I want to go ahead and um, open up the floor to questions. Does anyone have any questions in general? Any questions at all? No questions on the holy day? Everybody good? Islam grand sheet this is a great bill. Islam gratitude. Okay. Um, well, yeah, if there's no questions, we're gonna go ahead and go into the closing of the meeting. All right, and uh okay, uh, we got your information too, brother. We'll send you an email. Um also just want to put that out there. Make sure you go to moorishamericans.com. Uh, that's the website for our temple and you can make a free account on there. We're going to be using that website more often just to communicate. So make sure you go there. Uh, it's moorishamericans.com and you can make a free account on there. And um, we do these meetings every Friday, 7 PM, every Sunday at 7 PM. So this, you can use this same zoom information to get in on the meetings and, um, as I said, we'll email you later on with some more information. But um, make sure you go on there too, morrisamericans.com, and make an account. And uh, just, I believe that's it. Yeah. I can, uh, I can see that chapter that y'all just uh, went over on there. Um, yeah, I, I'll email you the PDF of the uh, Holy Quran at the Morris Science Temple of America. That's, that's what we were reading from. But I can send Thank you that. All right. Thanks. But yeah. Um, yeah. If you go to our website, just click on there, log in, you can create an account. Okay. And um, that's MorrisAmericans.com. Did you have any other questions? Uh, nope. That was it. All right. Okay. All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We ask that everyone please rise and face the east as we do the more of uh, the closing prayer. We stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle and holding up two fingers on the right, five on the left. You do not need to repeat after me. Allah. Bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers' divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam, Islam, Islamism.
Peace and love, Moors. Happy Holy Day. Peace and love. Peace and love.